0: Welcome to the Fearless Launching Show. I'm your host, Dan Samoylov. So, today I've got a question for you. How are you feeling lately about the emails that are hitting your inbox? Not just from bigger real retailers like maybe J. Crew, Starbucks, Kate Spade. I'm just looking at my own inbox right now. But from your fellow marketers, people who have different types of businesses online and who are looking to build relationships with you, grow their community, have you be part of that community? How are you feeling about all the emails that are hitting your inbox? Because if you're anything like me, you've maybe started a list of things that are starting to bug you and that you have, you kind of make a mental note to yourself I am definitely not going to do that. So today, I just want to go through some of the emails, the types of emails I don't ever want to receive again or send again just because of how they're kind of like I'm really aware of them. I do think it's easy if you're running a business in this online space to kind of get over certain types of emails before your audiences. So just because something bugs you doesn't mean it's gonna bug your audience. However, if your audience are people who are in who are serving the same kind of market in a way that you are, you might want to consider not using these. Okay, so the first few are ones that I'm sure you've seen. The first one for me is when I see re like regarding colon, blah, 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 because I know what it is. I know that it's meant to make it seem like it's a response to something or a reply or regarding something, you a uh, conversation you've already started, but more times than not, They are never that. Don't try to pretend you've got some existing relationship with someone or have had some sort of conversation. Even if I have, I would never say re, you know, unless it was a reply. And by that same token, forwarded emails or that seem like they were sent once and they're sending it to you again as a reminder. Um, I, I, and I don't think it's necessarily bad if it truly is a forwarded email. Actually, when I see forwarded emails, even from my own sister and my family, I just delete them because I assume there's going to be some link in them that's going to, you know, whatever, give, me a vi- give my email a virus and then send out some sort of spammy thing to the rest of my uh, contacts. So I would say that is a huge alert for me. Next thing is is actually an email that I see so often in launches. And again, this is going to be specific to you and your business because if you are not serving people who are in the online business space, then people may not see this email that often. But how many of you have seen is insert the product or the course or the program right for you. This is one that literally, if there are more than one or two launches happening, I sometimes get them in my inbox the same time. Like, is fear, like, and I've sent it too, is Fearless Launching right for you? And so the last time that I did this, I actually tried to change it up. I don't know if I actually ended up sending it, but I will be sending an email maybe at some point that says, are you right for Fearless Launching as opposed to is Fearless right, Launching right for you? um so i i just think we can get more creative i think that there's a different way to say this and i think that if you are aware of that email and if you are in the online business space in some way you might want to consider using a different subject line um and as you can see some most of the ones i've been talking about now are on are basically subject lines so many of the first ones that i kind of that came to mind to me were ones that are specific subject lines so the next one in that category is did you miss this or are you coming today <laughs> those i'm like i get that it works to get people's attention because they're like coming to what today but i also just want to challenge you i'm challenging myself to use different different subject lines that aren't so, are you coming today? Are we going to see you next week? I've used these and I still do use these from time to time, but now I'm thinking twice about it. Okay, next up, this is kind of a weird one that I've talked to a bunch of people and I don't know if this is an intentional thing or not, I can tell you from my end that when someone unsubscribes, they're tagged a specific way. And in addition to that, they are also removed from any broadcasts that I send or any emails. They do not receive emails as far as I know. So, if this has ever happened to you on my list, I want to know about it because it's definitely an Infusionsoft thing. If it's not, if you're still receiving emails after you unsubscribe, because that should not happen. Unless, of course, you forget that you have multiple email addresses signed up for something, which that happens all the time. So, just make sure that you really truly are unsubscribed from people before complaining. But one thing I've noticed is like, I'll unsubscribe and then I'll still get emails. Like it it seems like time passes, like a lot of time passes, like almost like they're hoping that I forgot that I unsubscribed. And then I receive it again and I'm like, I haven't heard from this person in a while. And wait a minute, I think I unsubscribed. Please stop emailing me, you know? And oftentimes it's really just the space in my inbox usually I don't have such an aversion to someone's emails that I just delete them unless they're sending too many for me. And sometimes that happens, Um, which actually does happen on some lists that I'm on where I won't hear anything, no regular communication, no regular, no regular newsletter, no nothing. And then at like the last day of their launch or the last day of some affiliate promotion they're doing. And I'm sorry, I'm going to call him out, but Brendan Burchard, Jeff Walker, Jeff Walker is actually really good about sending. I'm on his mailing list and he does send regular communication for the most part. But I don't think I get anything from Brendan Burchard, even though I really like his stuff. So I wish I would until like last day of the launch or you know, maybe it's because I didn't um, click on things and maybe his, my lead score in his infusion Infusionsoft or whatever he uses isn't high enough to get the regular communication, but it really bugs me to just like only get the offer, only get last chance doors closing emails from him because I feel like that's been an ongoing thing. Um, so I don't know. It, again, I don't want to blame the person because I know sometimes systems break down and don't work like you intend them to. Um, so, so that's that. And then also, and I know sometimes the next thing that I'm going to mention can be a mistake, can be a technical error, can be a glitch. Because it's happened to me where just a ton of emails were sent on one day out of nowhere. No idea. I can't even still explain it. I don't know if it was how I set it up. I, I definitely didn't intend to do that. But when there is an intention to send out five to seven emails on webinar day, a webinar that I've signed up for or not. I don't want to get a ton of emails. Don't send me emails. I get that it will help you get more people on your webinar, but I don't think it's necessary. I love you, but no. <laughs> okay. So next one, um, this is something that a friend of mine pointed out that, you know, and the thing is, is it, it's not like she sees all my emails. So she was just responding from what she was seeing. And she suggested like, oh, throw in a few shorter emails. And I was like, yeah, that's a great idea. And I, or I mentioned, oh, I did that. Maybe you didn't see that one. And it just goes to show you that people don't see all your emails. So think about that person who's only seeing your long emails, right? And maybe they don't want to read a super long email. I like reading long emails personally, but that's just me but think about like changing the the pace, the length, the tone of your emails so that they keep people engaged because if it's just another it's almost like if if i all i did was give lectures to my daughter mila she would be like rolling her eyes constantly "yeah mom, got it." <laughs> so think about long, short <clears throat> One-liners, questions, like a teaching email. Think about writing different types of emails to people. Um, next one is when I see constant sales offers and emails, and that's it. And again, this is my this could be my selective eye only seeing the promotions, and maybe I don't see the other stuff. So I take responsibility for that. But I do know that sometimes it feels like some emails are all sales all the time. Now, I do think there is a way to do that. I think uh, I've seen lots of people who have their weekly newsletter, the weekly email that goes out, and the email will be a a content-rich email, and then they have like a templated Newsletter. So at the very bottom will be their offers that just live there every single week. I don't know if that's necessarily the best use of that. I mean, it's good that it's there. And I do think having standalone emails that just talk about whatever you're offering are really good. But really think about what's in your emails. Like if you go through the last month of the emails that you've sent, Think to yourself: Is this value only? Value plus offer? Is this an offer only? And see if you really feel happy about how much offer you've given. I'm going through this process myself um, because March was a very lean content month because of me being sick. So I definitely wanted to want to get back on the. Um, value train when it comes to my community you guys making sure my podcasts are up consistently and um, at the end I'm going to tell you that we are we are setting a new schedule for the podcast so I want to share that with you but I'll share it with you at the end Um, let me just get through these emails okay the next one I also know is potentially whatever platform you're choosing to send your emails so Emails that I can't read on mobile really make me crazy. Um, And I feel like all email marketing services, they should have mobile-ready emails. It's ridiculous that I don't have that right out of the box with Infusionsoft. So I'm hoping that that will come soon. Um, Basically, I just make my emails 14-point so that they're huge and you can read them on your phone. Um, Next one... You know, this next one, I understand there's a this is a choice marketers make and how they speak to you in emails and what the purpose of their emails are. And I and I understand everybody has their own approach to this and own style. And I love that. I love that. But one of the worst things is when you read an email and either A, it makes you just feel bad about yourself, makes you, puts you down in some way or makes you feel stupid. Um, I don't think you ever want to feel that way or uses unnecessary fear tactics to get you to keep reading. I think those things are disgusting. I don't think they're necessary and I think that if you always... You know, I would hope that anybody out of Fearless Launching or who listens to this podcast isn't that type of person anyway. So, you know, this is this is one of those things where it might not be a blatant, you're stupid, here's why you should listen to me, but it could be something so undercurrent. And if you're sensitive like I am, some emails actually anger me to the point where I'm like, well, maybe that's what they wanted from me is to get angry. I don't know. Um, anyway, so just think about your intention when you're writing an email and think, how can I share what I want to share in the most friendly, conversational, easy to grasp way so that I don't, I'm not better than these people. I don't, I know, I might know things that they don't know, but I bet they know stuff that I don't know. And just go into it knowing that everybody has something to offer. And by the way, you are not the be all end all of your Topic. Just because you might be an expert on a topic doesn't mean you're the top expert. Um, and I want to encourage you guys all to go outside of the space that you're in because we get so sheltered and think and look up to people who aren't necessarily better than us. And we're not better than them either, but they're def- nobody's better than you. Um, so I, I just like to be a little bit more conscientious of how I'm talking. And, you know, I've had a few sassy emails lately, I will say that, but I definitely look at those emails in a way that thats me taking a stance and I'm taking a stand for you, really. Um, so hopefully this this podcast doesn't turn out that way, but that would be funny if it did. Um, <clears throat> and the final thing I wanted to just share about emails in general, um, you know, I didn't mention this through the whole podcast, but I do have a mini course That I created, I think, a few launches ago. And it actually ended up not really leading to an offer. And I just left it up because I do think it's valuable for people to understand that there are some basic emails that you can be sending during your launch, as you lead up to your launch, but there are no, these are the only ones that are musts. And if you want to check that out, I will put that in the show notes, but you can head over to ansomoilove.com forward slash shop and you should be able to find that email course there, probably under training, I'm thinking. It's free. It's totally free. You can just grab it. Um, and I would just, the the main thing about emails that I wanted to just leave you with today, I think yeah. the main problem that we are having is that people are some people are only using email when they could be using other formats to get certain messages to their audience. So before, and this is something that I talk about in Fearless Launching, if you want to know more about that, you can obviously check out fearlesslaunching.com or go to, the, I think it's in the shop to the description of what's in that module specifically. So the main thing I like to do when I'm coming up with whatever communication is going to go out during the launch, and this is something that I share in Fearless Launching, but I'll share with you today. It's just a quick, there's there's actually a few reasons why I do it, but here's the first piece of it. Instead of saying, here's my list of emails that I need to write, ask yourself what pieces of communication need to go out. Don't think about what format they are next uh, at first. And then once you have all the messaging that needs to go out, then think to yourself, well, this is definitely an email, but we've also got to do an Instagram post. This is going to be a video, but it's also going to be a podcast. Or, hey, we're going to make this a blog post, not an email. Or this is an email. This is an email. This is an email. So think first about the message. Second, about the format, because the message is what is most important. So the final thing I wanted to share with you is a little change in the Fearless Launching Show. So we've been trying to stick to a Thursday live day for the program, and we are switching that to Tuesday. We're just moving it up in the week, and what you can expect is that the episode will go live on iTunes on Tuesdays, Tuesday mornings, and then you'll probably see the show notes by Thursday at the latest. This was because I was delaying getting episodes out to you guys and I was like, gosh, you know, maybe it makes more sense for me just to get the episode up on iTunes, get it to those of you who are subscribed, who are listening regularly, and then I can do the show notes at my leisure and get them up by Thursday. So starting next week, you will receive a little bit of a... (laughs) a few times you'll you'll hear from me about that podcast. One, if you have the podcast app for your smartphone, and two, on Thursdays when I announce what the content for the week was. So, nothing really changes for you guys. Basically, I'm just deciding to publish on a new day. So, now that you now you can expect your podcast to come up on Tuesdays. And I think that'll work for all of us because I tend to have, if it's on Thursday, I'm leaving that thing until like Tuesday night to finish editing. I mean, not editing, but to shoot, to shoot or record it and then get it to you. And it feels like I delay it. Um, So personally, I just decided that my workflow needed to be a little reined in after my month of madness and flu for March this year. So that is all, my friends. I hope you enjoyed this short episode. I swear, I, sh- I my husband, I think, heard me t- recording this, <laughs> and he thought I was doing like a, you know what really grinds my gears kind of episode, and I swear to you, this is not that. I just want all of us to be a little bit more conscious about the emails that we're sending. I know I'm becoming more conscious of those things and different ways that we can get our unique messages out to our audiences because who wants to be cookie cutter? Who wants to sound like X, Y, or Z person out in the online space? Who wants to, but instead who wants to just have a unique business and have customers that respond to our unique voices? So that is all my friends. Make sure to head over to ansamoylove.com for the full show notes and any resources we mentioned in today's episode, and I will speak to you very soon. Take care and have a great weekend.